All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. Rudy joins us. Kelly, welcome back to the show, man. How you doing? Yeah, great, Jason. Thanks. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm pretty good. So, uh, quick, let's start with Kiprasov. Obviously, you know, you mm-hmm. you could probably argue. Well, maybe Mike Vernon, but some would say Kiprasov maybe the best goalie the Flames ever had. Obviously, uh, backstopped him to a to a Stanley Cup uh, final in 2004. Unfortunate loss in Game Seven. Mm-hmm. But as a guy who played the position, what did you respect most or appreciate most about Kiprasov in between the pipes? Well, a couple of things. First of all. Uh, I don't think he and I crossed paths in San Jose because I signed in San Jose, Jason, in 96. Okay. Uh, he was drafted, I want to say, in 95-ish, 94 maybe. Uh, but I know in training camp we had, I think, both years that I was there, we had, uh, or my last year, we had Mike Vernon, myself, and uh, Nabokov. And I'm not sure if Mika came over. But anyways, uh uh, uh, what I really noticed about him is that he was he had a little bit of success in San Jose, but not a ton. And they really made up their mind that Nabokov was the guy moving forward. So mm-hmm. two really good choices, right? So you have either Nabokov or Kiprasov, and it wasn't going to work out for both of them in the same city. So Daryl Sutter knew that. He, he had been familiar with uh, Kiprasov, so... I'm not going to say he took a chance because he was, everybody knew he was pretty good, but sometimes it just doesn't translate from European hockey to North American hockey. So I think that's what we're all kind of wondering about. And how's this? So I think he had quite a good start, maybe his first two games, and then he got shelled 
uh, in a game, I want to say against Colorado. I could be wrong, but I think so. And uh, like really, really badly. And then he, I, his next game, I said on Hockey Night in Canada, I was like, okay, this is a huge game because I think the two pretty decent games he had were against inferior uh, talent. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, you can do that. But then he goes against Colorado, gets shelled. And I said on the air that night, I remember saying, you only get so many chances. Like, I don't know what everybody's chances are. You might get three or five or unlikely you're going to get as many as 10, but you only get a few. And then he went on a tear and I was like really happy for him that he was able to figure it out before people gave up on him or people thought, you know what? Yeah, it was, you know, maybe a good attempt to get Kippersop, but he didn't turn out to be much. And now we'll move on and find somebody else. But no, he, he had a, a, a great feel for the game. Uh, most importantly for me, because everybody thinks of how athletic he was and his great uh, lateral movement and so flexible and so on. But to me, the way he, like all great ones, he read the play. So he was on top of it. And, and because of that, he was able to uh, judge his depth really, really well. So sometimes if he, if he thought that the uh, guy with the puck had two or three options and perhaps you're, you play a little bit deeper because you're unsure if he's going to shoot or uh, what his other options would be, whereas it's a pretty clear cut that the guy has no other options but to shoot, then he'd find himself maybe a foot or two outside the crease, taking away some of the angles. So he just had a great feel for the game. And by whereas the way, it's, uh, uh, I guess the last thing is how durable he was. I mean, that guy was a, a machine. He played, uh, I can't remember how many games uh, or how many seasons, 70 plus games in a row. That is phenomenal. Kelly Rudy joins us. Kelly, you look at Calgary, and, you know, Jacob Marksman's had an excellent season for them. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of odd because he's had a really good year, then an off year, then a good year and an off year. It's kind of, you know, being odd his time in Calgary. Mm-hmm. But he's been great this year. There were some rumblings, maybe a trade in New Jersey. It didn't happen. Um, you know the goalie position very well, Kelly. And you look at a young guy like Wolf, right? Like, he's great in the American League. There's no question, mm-hmm. right? He's been goalie of the yeah. year there twice. Yeah. But the, the AHL to the NHL, especially, you know, like there's not a lot of six-foot-tall goaltenders. There are some, for yeah. sure. But yeah. Yeah. What do you what do you make of Wolf? Is it too early to know what he's going to be at the NHL yet, or what you've seen? You say, okay, I think it's transferable to the NHL. Well, it is transferable. There's no doubt about that, and uh, he deserves a chance to find some rhythm and uh, find out. Then everybody can really find out is he a true NHL player or not, because he really falls into the category. What I said earlier about Kiprasov. Uh, how many chances do you get? And so he hasn't exactly torn the league apart when he's been called up this year. And mm-hmm. and so that gives you a little bit of concern that I would have expected at least one or two of those games would have been masterpieces. Uh, and then, you know, you can maybe have a couple iffy games because you're still trying to figure out the league and the players. I remember, Jason, one of my first games in the National Hockey League and uh, there was a guy, well, of course you remember James Patrick, long-time yep. NHL defense, and his brother Steve Patrick was a, a really high draft choice, uh, and he scored a goal on me coming out of the corner, and I, 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 I let it in five-hole, and I have no idea what he was up to, and he completely fooled me because in all of my time in junior or in the minors, I had never seen a a move like that in my life. And so the point of that story is that that'll be the same for Dustin Wolf. He's going to be in situations, and he'll be playing against shooters 
uh, and experienced guys, and they'll do something really, really clever or unique that he's never seen before, and you've got to learn quickly. You've got to adapt and go, oh, I didn't think that was an option, or I didn't think that that player had that ability to do it. And it was actually really important for me, uh, Jason, that it was Steve uh, Patrick okay. because because it wasn't it wasn't uh, Mario Lemieux or somebody. <laughs> it was a you know a guy that was uh, a role player basically at that point, and that was a great lesson for me. Like holy cow, these guys are unbelievable, and I better really start improving here, or else I will not have a long career. Yeah. Okay. So it is one where you you know you got to learn, and it's really it's kind of hard, but you can only learn how to play in the NHL by playing in the NHL, right? That's right. That's that's a challenge for goalies and even other positions, but definitely goaltenders. And it's hard. Like, you're a defenseman. You can say, okay, well, I come up here. Maybe I'm only going to be a third-pair guy to start, and I'm going to get sheltered minutes. And you can't really get sheltered minutes as a goalie, right? That's uh, that's always the challenge. Yes, and it depends on, you know, what is better? If if the coach throws you in against, uh, let's say, a team like Arizona, they're struggling right now. And I only bring them up because I'm watching the Leafs in Arizona play as we're speaking. But is it is it better to play against a, a weaker opponent, or is it better to play a, a top team? And because your team will be uh, more in tune with the game, your team will be more engaged. And I guess once again, I kind of had that experience. I was kind of finding my way in my second year. We had three goalies: we had Billy Smith, Rolly Melanson, and myself. And I couldn't find any traction in my second year, and it was a little bit like Dustin Wolf. And then we played uh, in Philadelphia in the Spectrum, and I was the starting goalie. And and that I think reason why we played, I played really well. The team played really well. We ended up tying three three. I stopped a penalty shot in the third period, and I personally believe that was the game where the Islanders decided that I was the guy to be Billy's partner, and then uh, they okay. shipped out Roley. Uh, shortly after that. So you need a statement game as well, and uh, everybody's looking for it. Kelly Rudy joins us. Kelly, uh, Stuart Skinner, right? Uh, probably played more than he, that they would have liked or hoped uh, last year and you know got a lot of experience from it. Uh, now this season, of course, has become the, the go-to guy for the mm-hmm. Edmonton Orders. You know, he had a, he had a really good stretch, then he had a little bit of a funk in, in February, and he's come mm-hmm. back now the last two games. What have you seen in his game that you like? And uh, do you notice anything when he's struggling? What's the noticeable signs from a goaltender that you see when he's struggling? Okay, so last Saturday was a great example. So I took the Saturday off, and I'm watching the Oilers' uh, flames, okay. and immediately... During that game, I'm thinking, okay, this one's a bit of a struggle for him. And to me, uh, he's not reading the play as sharply as uh, he normally would. And sometimes when you're not, you get stuck a little bit deeper in your net. I thought that was the case last Saturday. Okay. Uh, And then you're trying to make reactionary saves, and that's really difficult, especially if you're not quite right in the groove. And so I think that was the reason why Calgary scored so many high shots on him. Uh, and and it's a battle. Like you have that internal conversation with yourself sometimes. Now you try to limit this during the course of a game, but sometimes there's that voice, and it'll be okay. Like what is happening here? How, how come I can't read a play when, you know, two weeks ago I was on top of the world. I'm making every save plus the ones that people didn't think I could make, and I'm making them pretty easily. And uh, it's just the strangest position. That's why everybody says it's the hardest position in pro sports. And uh, you have to live with all the highs and lows and, and uh, try and find a way to keep that inner vo- voice positive because sometimes it's, uh, it's challenging you and it's, uh, you're fighting that voice. And, 
you know, with Skinner, I like how calm he is yeah. when, when he's playing great. Like he's, he, he looks so relaxed and that's what you're hoping from every single goalie that he looks as though this position and all the stress and everything that comes with it, the pressure that it doesn't bother you one bit. And then, like I said, two weeks later and all of a sudden you're fighting it. And then the last two games, he's been fantastic again. And Kelly, I know uh, we had you on before and you talked a lot about, uh, you know, the kind of the mental health challenges you had when you played and, you know, and, yep. and still have, but, it, but you know, it was sure. like you talked about Stuart Skinner and, and like he's a real big believer in mental toughness and just how to, how to, um, like when he talks openly, he's like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I didn't have a bad game. You know what? I, and other times, like, you know what? I played really well, even if he sure. allows three yeah. goals, right? Like, yeah. you know, it's, and he's really focused on that. And I remember you telling me how half mm-hmm. the battle for you was I had the ability but it was more so the battle within my between my ears that I had to overcome. Well, and because every game is different, yeah. and you know it's uh, it's a challenge. Every, every practice is different. Every practice is hard, and so there's definitely uh, you know there's a there was a really good stretch in my uh, career where I didn't have many of those voices that I had to battle, and then yeah. uh, certainly early on when you know, it was it was coming. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, fast, and I was like, oh, boy, can I handle this? And, you know, you're, you're questioning yourself a little bit. Then I got in that long stretch where no problem. And then I got a little bit older. And, Jason, that's when – and I still see it with NHL goalies now. They're uh, All of a sudden, they get to that age, and whatever the age that is for everybody's different – is it 27? Is it 30? Is it 31? That they're they're in an internal battle because their their brain is telling them occasionally, like how much longer can you be at this level? How much longer are you going to be at that elite level that you're at for four or five years? And it's it's interesting how the brain works, and nobody's excluded from that. And yeah. so that's the that's the fascinating thing I like watching about. The position because I because I lived it I have a real good understanding where the players might be mentally. 
And uh, quickly, lastly, Kelly, if there was one goalie out there, like, like I don't think there's a goalie really available that's an upgrade uh, for Edmonton. Um, you know, Markstrom's obviously not coming here, and I don't think mm-hmm. UC Saros is, is getting traded. But um, do you see, like, Nijelkovic? Is, is there a backup goalie you think Colorado or somebody should go be looking to get? Colorado, wow. <clears throat> that's a great question. Uh, I would say, oh, boy, <laughs> Yeah, this is a tough one because the Leafs are unsure with their two. But yes. Jones be a guy because something something's got to give with the Leafs. They have three goalies. They don't want to put Jones, send them back down to the minors because you've got to clear waivers. So they're definitely afraid they would lose him. So could they work out a deal with Colorado that mm. it doesn't cost to get a pretty solid goalie that that's found a way? That's a really good story, by the way. Martin Jones has found a way to sort of uh, resurrect his career, right? I think yeah. he just turned 34 years old, and although he was a big part of Seattle in getting to the playoffs last year, he didn't have great numbers and stuff, but this year, I think, uh, because of the way he's played when Samsonov was really struggling, a lot of people are now going, hey, you know what? He's a viable option again. Yeah, no, that's very true. Kelly, great stuff, man. Really good to catch up with you. Have a great uh, weekend. Enjoy the uh, the week leading up to the trade deadline. You got it. Thanks, Jason. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.